University of Maryland Global Campus was established to bring a respected state university education to working adults at home and abroad. 70 years ago, we sent professors overseas to educate service members and their families on military installations and on the front lines. Today, we're online because that's where working adults need us, that's where you need us. We'll support your commitment to being a successful student with services that fit your lifestyle, and we offer more than 90 programs and specializations for where you are and where you want to be. University of Maryland University College is now University of Maryland Global Campus. We go the distance because times have changed, but what we're made for hasn't. UMGC offers online support for veterans, including resources at the Veterans Resource Center, no-cost digital materials replacing most textbooks, virtual advising, transfer credits, and lifetime career services. Speak to our dedicated military and veterans advisors who can help you find the right degree for your career path. Visit umgc.edu. Certified to operate in Virginia by Chev. Let's go ahead and get into it. Let's get into the... Let's let's get to sawing, y'all. Get to spiraling. Oh, let's see here. Oh, are we ready? Are we ready? Yes, we are. And here we go. Let's play a game, Martin. <laughs> you know nah, what? I, time for games is over. Man, if I had thought about it, and we went to old studio. I actually would have introduced this video riding on a little tricycle. <laughs> Hey, yo, what's up? Nah, man, he don't do that no more. <laughs> no, nah, man, he's retired. Yeah. Yeah, man. That's that old shit. Yep. Yeah, that bicycle is on an, it's in an exhibit now. <laughs> At the Smithsonian. Yeah. All right, people, let's go ahead and get into it. That, that little tricycle's up in the rafters now. <laughs> yeah, that little saw puppet, he's like, I'm done, man. Let somebody else take over with uh, this whole franchise. It needs some new blood anyway. Sure. And at one time... At one time, uh, Saw and the character Jigsaw, he was all about helping people, man. You know, he's all about getting people to improve themselves. By cutting their own <laughs> legs off. Well, Martin, it was the most fucked up pep talk you could ever have. <laughs> it's probably the most fucked up inspirational speech you'll ever get. I tried Tony Robbins. I just wasn't doing it for yeah. me. No, <laughs> put my, no. Put my life in the hands of the puppet. Yeah, sometimes, sometimes people don't listen. Sometimes you just got to cut a motherfucker for them to get the point. You know, I bet if I cut your foot off. You know? <laughs> and you know what? Listen, that's sometimes that's what it takes, man. It's the most fucked up pep talk and inspirational speech that you'll ever have. But if you lived, you probably made some life changes for the better. <laughs> <I guess. laughs> Every time you look down at that stump and that nub, you thought like, shit, <laughs> I better get my, I, I need Jesus. I better quit smoking. I better put this drink down. I better go back to college. I better get my GED. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people, a lot of people improve their, 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 their lives because of old Jigsaw out there. But now Jigsaw, he's so proud of his work. At one time he was changing lives. And now old Jigsaw wants to change the world. He said, you know, I never want to do this, but now, hey, look, y'all, I don't want to get social. I don't want to get political. But that is the thing these days. But that's the thing these days. I mean, some people say, hey, look, I don't, I don't want to wake up. Hey, you know, the new Jigsaw, he's not about, I mean, he's not above getting with the trends. No. What are the kids into these days? Yeah. 
Shit, maybe I can trend and get a hashtag and all that shit. So now he's into he's into changing the world, not just people. And he says, you know what better place to start? Oh my God. Oh, we don't want to hear you yet, Chris. You wait a minute. He said, Oh my God, what better place to start than with police reform? Sure. You I know? mean, if the police aren't gonna do it themselves, somebody's gotta get the ball rolling. It's a goddamn shame when a white sociopathic murderous serial killer has to say you know what police need to stop murdering people <laughs> with a white serial killer who makes fucking traps and rips people apart has to say you know police out of control <laughs> you know that's when you know things are fucked up oh yeah and then you know when and, and i guess it helps that you also have a black producer yeah there, which is chris rock chris rock is in here he came up with the the uh the, the idea behind this Sat down with somebody. Ain't that a, ain't that something where, man, they got dudes out there probably writing some of the best scripts in the world and, and can't even get a sit down. No. Can't, can't, can't get a sit down with an intern. Yeah. But Chris Rock, he's at a wedding. He looks over and like, he's at a wedding in South America. He's in Brazil. Looks over and is like, oh shit, you work at uh, Lionsgate, right? Hey man, I got an idea for a Saw movie. Oh, well look, come meet me on Monday in Hollywood and let's go, go ahead and get uh -huh, it made. Uh -huh. That's probably about 10 amazing soft scripts out there. <laughs> People yeah. like, no, don't bring that shit over here. Yeah, but Chris Rock's name can get it made. He can get it made. You know, that's what happens when you're a multi-million dollar uh, celebrity. You can just say, you can just walk in and say, hey man, uh, give me a hundred million dollars. I want to make some shit. Right. Chris, this is great. With you attached, they already gave us the money and I got some ideas for casting a lead. Yeah, so do I. Me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I guess that'll work. Yeah. Chris Rock came in. <laughs> I got some ideas for the next song. Don't we don't want to hear it? Here's your money. Yeah, <laughs> we got some ideas too. <laughs> yeah, man. So, people, you know, is uh, is Chris Rock the 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 fresh new blood, pun intended, right here that Saw needs in order to get this franchise up and going? And can Jigsaw actually come in and change the way cops are out there doing their things? You know, you. You put a cop or two in a, in a trap, you know, yeah, rip them apart. And cops will get the message. They'll be cool. Yeah, and, and it'll spread across the country. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, man. That's This is Jigsaw's protest right here. <laughs> Let's go ahead and take a look at this trailer for not Saw, not Jigsaw. This time, we a spiral. Spiral from the book of Jigsaw. Package just came in. Get everybody out of here. Play me. Hello, Detective Banks. Do you know where your officers are? Jigsaw? Wait, I thought the Jigsaw killer was dead. He is. Find him. They're hours, not days. How can I catch this guy? If there's nobody on the bus, I can bust! You can't do this alone. Whoever did this has another motive. Something personal. When was the last time you saw your father? 
Jigsaw copycat. This is gonna go sideways fast. I'm a like a spiral. All available units, officer down. That was just a diversion to get us out of the precinct. Spiral, 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 spiral. I need everyone on this case. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, they put that song in a trap. <laughs> they, they literally put trap music in in a movie about traps. In a movie about traps. <laughs> Genius. You're right? It works on so many levels. <laughs> this shit is so meta. <laughs> spiral, 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 spiral. He could be anywhere. He could be anyone. We're going to tear this city apart. I'm a nice man like a spiral. Hello, Detective Banks. When was the last time you saw your father? <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> stop, 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 stop. Uh, people. So let's go ahead and get into this, and I'm just gonna let you know that with this particular movie right here, yeah, they're trying some different things. Sure, it's political. Sure, it's social. It's even a little blacker <laughs> this Man. time. Hence the 21 Savage song that they got in here. But I tell you. They don't waste any time at the beginning giving fans, the Saw fans, what they want, what they like. You know, this this starts out with a cop following someone into a dark tunnel by himself. And it's funny because, man, you know, you never follow anybody alone in a Saw movie, whether it's light or dark. You don't ever follow nobody by yourself behind a corner. You don't do that in any situation. You don't do that in any situation, but you don't do that in a Disney movie. Right. But you damn sure don't do that in a in a in, in a Saw movie because you know when you do, that, that pig head got your ass. It's always a pig waiting in the dark for your ass. Porky. <laughs> Wait, was it pigs in the other movie? It was all yeah. It was, it was always, always it was always somebody in the pig head okay. grabbing somebody. Yeah, yeah. Now I don't. I actually. I, I, I just thought it was because okay, he's targeting cops. So no, nah, no, nah, it's always been. Now I can't remember the pig head was in actually the first saw. I, I don't think so, but I know in the second saw. Okay. Like, yeah, the side chick that was always wearing a porky pig head and shit. So yeah, yeah. You know, it's a goddamn cop too. You know good and goddamn well you call some backup. That's how you know that motherfucker's crooked. Yeah. Because he's about to do some crooked shit. Yeah. I mean, it's like, it seemed like they would give you a bigger flashlight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or you call for backup. Back call for backup. Or the dude stole a purse. You don't fucking follow nobody in the dark I know. for now, a purse. Down, yeah, down into the sewer yeah. for a purse. That's when you go back and look at that woman and say, bitch, your shit is gone. You want to file a complaint? Which is what real cops do. Yeah. Yeah, cops don't even say file a complaint no more. They say your shit is gone. Yep, they say like we. Yeah, we're probably not gonna catch him. Yeah, you're not gonna. You say probably not. Okay, we're not. But you're gonna try. Not really. Yeah, nah. So man, you want our help? Go call your credit card companies and cancel all that yeah. shit and get a new purse mm -hmm. and hold on to your shit next time. <laughs> <laughs> well, why'd you even show up? Yeah. yeah, we were in the area. And when the and when I say that they are actually giving the people what they want. The fans, what they want in the beginning. I mean, it kicks off with the 
you know, the stupid ass going in by himself, the, you know, porky kidnapping people in the dark. And of course, they get right into the signature of the franchise, the traps. Don't wait. Don't waste no time getting into that. And I'm going to tell you, regardless of what I feel about the movie later on, whether I love it or I hate it, uh, they do make these traps a little more gruesome this time. Shit, this 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 time they did they did some crazy shit with the traps. Well, I just kind of like, well, fuck, you know, maybe I should just die. <laughs> of course, every one of these traps was like, well, you could if you don't want to die, you could do this. I'm like, uh-huh. that ain't no choice. Dying is <laughs> easier at this yeah, point. Yeah, exactly. What do you think, Marty? Did he make it? Uh, <laughs> he's gonna be all right. You know, he broke he broke free just in time. time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, if he just just moves to the left yeah, real quick, yeah, right. He'll be all right. <laughs> yeah, he's good. Somebody said that the pig head was in the first Saw movie. Was it? Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's been so long since I've seen the first. Same song. here. Uh, but yeah, man. Now <laughs> here we get some crazy shit. How how somebody had time to build that trap and put somebody in it in the amount of time that you know those trains were coming by <laughs> yeah like, like running out there every time there wasn't a train building it then, then stepping back yeah and hoping the train doesn't <laughs> knock it out of the way the, the, the next train how they had time to build a goddamn big ass elaborate trap and put somebody in it but between trains i don't know look man if you're gonna start thinking about these things it's all gonna fall apart they work very quick and efficiently yeah <laughs> we'll just say that that fool had a he had a train schedule. He, he planned it out for he planned it out very well. Like people planned their trips out. Maybe it's a Sunday and the train only runs once a, every two hours. Yeah, and they and they run it less during COVID time. Yeah. So yeah, uh, you know, I'm so I'm sure you had time to do. I'm it. sure. Yeah, I mean when the cameras weren't watching them either. But hey, you know, <laughs> he disabled the cameras. <laughs> yeah, for a week. For sure. <laughs> he built it at home as a kit that he could bring in piece by piece and then just assemble all at once. And he knew exactly when that cop was going to be yeah. down there. And, and plus he knew how, when, yeah, exactly. Drug he, him and put him in position. And, and he knew the train that everybody complained about, the slowest train in the city. And he knew that that cop would be there and see that particular robber <laughs> at that moment. And, and, and not call for backup, but follow him down there by himself. It's all planning, man. Yes, it's all. It's all. You know what? This movie teaches the importance of planning. And that's right. And being on time and being dedicated. <laughs> to you got to be like Batman. Prepare for every contingency. So, oh, y'all wrong. That ain't right, but it could be true. He said, maybe hire some Mexicans from, from Home Depot, bro. Because, you know, they put that shit together fast. Yeah. <laughs> he got a real smart 13-year-old or something. But anyway, people, you know, traps have always been there. Sure. But let's talk about one of the things that that that, that they hope will make Saw, the franchise, fresh, shiny, and new again. And that's your boy, Mr. Chris Rock right here. And more than what are the new traps, more than what is, uh, you know, what's, what's, this, what's this movie going to be like? Can they bring... Can they bring Saw back? People want to know, how's Chris Rock? And I'll say this. <laughs> you can tell, because Chris Rock is not credited with being a full writer. I'm, you know, he's producer, and I'm sure he came up with the story and everything, or the concept at, at least. But he definitely had at least 
if not a hand in the in in the the, the writing process, he had a pinky in there or something. Because when this starts out, it is not a Saw movie. It is a Chris Rock comedy special. Yeah, he's working out material for his next special. He yeah, this fool is not doing he is not doing dialogue. He's doing stand-up. He starts out the movie. Fire's gone. <laughs> you know yeah. Jenny didn't want to fuck Fire's gone until she got AIDS. And I'm just like, man, just pull out the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> marriage, marriage, boy, marriage, but motherfuckers be getting married. You know? And the way the rest of the cops just kind of stand around <laughs> nodding, you're like, is this like one of those Dolomite shows where he's in somebody's living room <laughs> doing, doing stand up yeah. and performing? Yeah. Boy, don't get married. You know, you can give a woman, you can give a woman a million Tuesdays. It ain't worth three three Sundays or three Saturdays. It's like, okay, man, what the right. fuck we doing here? Yeah. You know, if you want to do stand up, do stand up. <laughs> do you want to do? Do you want to do stand up? You want to capture jig, jigsaw? What the fuck we doing? <laughs> you talk. He has jokes, and it's. It, I mean, it's it's jokes that look. We all joke about. I'm not saying it's bad, but it's like it is straight up. Stand up material. Yeah, it's jokes yeah, about yeah. marriage, divorce. That, that, that's what all his last couple stand up specials have been about. I was like, man, he's still he's still bitter and dragging it into the movie. Yeah, <laughs> it's almost like he's like, I had a bunch of jokes left over from those specials, and <laughs> God damn it, I'm using them. <laughs> well, maybe we can weave them in later. Well, in case we can't, yeah, I'm using them now. I'm opening up the, the movie that way. Women like to fuck around too. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, nigga, if you don't stop this shit and get on this case right, right. now, you want to be a serious actor, then stop fucking around and solve this case. Well, it's really funny that he, he comes in with jokes and jokes and jokes because that in no way plays into his character. He's dead. Yeah, he's re, it's his, like, I thought, I, his, okay, so he's Zeke. And Zeke is a guy who, to give you a little backstory, Zeke is not, and I'm not going to tell you too much. I'll let you find out for yourself. But Zeke is not very popular with his precinct. And it doesn't help that a lot of people feel like there's a little bit of nepotism going on, too, because his father, Marcus, was the chief at one mm -hmm. time. So everybody feels like Zeke, oh, he can just go out and do whatever he wants to do because, oh, he's dad, he's, he's, his daddy was the chief. And also, you know, because he feels like nobody's got his back, that gives him... That that gives him the uh, uh, liberty to just go out and do things on his own. Right. Shit that you would have to sign yes. several things for. Yes, a big undercover sting that he told no one about. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So this dude is supposed to be mad about the precinct. He's supposed to be upset about everybody thinking he's getting privileges because of his father, and he's doing stand up and shit. <laughs> I may be different if throughout the movie. He was a funny guy doing stand-up or cracking jokes, but he's not. It's I was waiting for him to tell his partner that he was practicing his material for open mic mm -hmm. later mm -hmm. that night. Mm -hmm. like, like, like if that night he went to a club yeah. and got up on stage, I would not have been surprised. Like, right. oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Desi people, he's bringing so much comedy in the beginning and still trying to actually be straight about it. You know, he's trying to be, he's trying to, he's trying to still be dramatic, but he's cracking jokes. There's even an appearance by your old boy Pookie. This crack shit, man, it's got me, man. I don't got no control over it, man. I try to kick, man. That shit just be calling me, man. Be calling me like them jokes and be calling me. I'm not even lying. Pookie makes an appearance. He even throws in New Jack City somewhere in the movie. I know. I was like, boy, these these dudes just cannot help themselves. Oh. It's like anytime an Ice Cube shows up in something, he has to go like, well, I'd say it was a good day. Today's a good day. 
Man, somebody had to ask. Somebody, did did you see the movie? Or did you ask? Uh, <laughs> somebody wants to. I imagine somebody's asking, like, did he get put in a trap? And he's like, Scotty, help me! I'm gonna die. <laughs> Win or lose, you can either smoke this rock. <laughs> it's no, it's no trap. It's just a rock right there and a gun. Uh, 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 oh shit. <laughs> Uh, but man, somebody had to ask. So you know him being a police, and we're talking about the kind of movie that this is. Somebody had to ask: Is there a certain scene in there? Because when he's not telling jokes, then we are being treated to pretty much a generic cop buddy action flick. At least in the beginning. It's and the reason why I say this is because it is so generic that they don't waste no time getting into the scene that we have seen a million times before. And that is the chief yelling at the oh. road cop for not being a team player. And that's the, that, that's the thing. Like to kick this movie off. Yeah. We, we get past the trap. We get past the, the sting that sort of works out, but doesn't. And then we get into that, that precinct and they immediately go like, all right, to kick this off, to get it established, we're going to need just, a couple of pull a couple of cliches off the shelf, and so we can put that in the stew and get it started. And when they reached up, all of them fell in there. All of them. Oh, the, the yelling police chief, uh, the the renegade cop who doesn't want to partner. Oh, they they saddle him. And oh, just, but, oh, hold on, because I'm getting it. But just just but just everything they were throwing in there. But, and and this and that scene is nothing but pure exposition. They think that because <laughs> because this time. The police chief got titties that they doing something different. Yes. No. I mean, she fine as hell. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, I was like, oh, that. so the police chief is an Instagram model. Yeah. Okay. I was like, you know what? At least she's fine as hell. It's okay. You did that different, but everything is good. Oh, because it ain't a, it ain't a, a an angry black dude or old white man. See you think they, you're they doing something different. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. She got ass titties now. It's different. No, it's the same shit. 12 years ago, I turn in a dirty cop. I get a medal for it. Big fucking deal. I also got a bullet, and I got to look over my back for the rest of my career. Shut up! You're like, I'm sick of you. <laughs> yeah. She's like, you, you telling me shit that I was here for. <laughs> Why do you go over this every day you come into the office? She's like, I've been listening to Everybody Hates Chris for the last fucking week. My family loves that show. I hate it. Shut up! I'm sick of hearing your voice. <laughs> I got a bullet in my back. Everybody hate me. Shut the fuck up! too fucking hot in here for me to listen to this bullshit. I got a heat wave going on. We got rolling blackouts. The city is nuts. Stop. You want to see me, Captain? Yeah, come in. Zeke, I want you to meet detective in training, William Shank. He was the top of his academy, so don't screw this up. Zeke is going to break you in, show you the ropes. Detective Banks, let's get to me. Yep. Go. Yep. You stop on more like. Damn, she fine. <laughs> you see, he, he didn't want to leave the office. You see where he looked? Yeah. She had to tell, get the fuck out of here. Go. Shit. Man, and as you mentioned, and as you can see right here, they even threw in, and you're getting a partner. No, I work alone. Yeah. It's like, damn, man. It's like, this is rush hour again, except without the humor. Oh, oh that's right. We had all the jokes in the beginning. <laughs> and I liked, but you know, his partner, who is uh, named Schneck, who's played by Max Mangella, who I like that actor, but it even gets to a moment where they're riding along and they have 
Chris Rock is telling so many jokes, it turns into training day for a moment. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's, if you look at some of the same, it's, it's just a slightly skewed version of some of the dialogue when you had uh, 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 Denzel Washington and Ethan Hawke, you know, let me fuck your wife. Mm. <laughs> and he's like, like, what? They kind of have something very similar to that right here. Uh, uh, you know, it sounds like I'm hating on the film and I'm not. It just starts out with some cliches. It starts out with Chris Rock, you know, wanting to be a more serious actor, but still, and it wouldn't be so bad if the jokes weren't, didn't feel like they were forced in. You know, it feels yeah. like Chris, Chris Rock is saying, even when I'm trying to be in serious mode, people are not going to really like me unless I tell a joke or two, or five, or 10, or 50. But the movie flip-flops me for, for a while, man, because, you know, sometimes Chris Rock is good in the movie. Sometimes it feels like he's forcing his dialogue and he's not so good. He's trying too hard. The traps, the traps are sick, man. And I'm not even saying say, sick as if, if, I'm saying sick as in yes, cool, but also the traps are sick in that they are very gruesome and they did put some thought into it because as I said, man, you know, yes, you can live, but it's going to be very painful that other choice that you have. Yeah. Some of these traps were so gruesome, I thought, you know what, fuck it, dying is quicker yeah. and easier yeah. and probably less painful. Yeah. You know, and, and, and you're not even guaranteed to live, but the way he's saying, well, if you do this, you'll be all right. No, no, even the way they like when they some of the choices they give you, it's like that ain't even living after yeah. after if I if I choose to do so. They gave some very hard choices and I was flinching when I saw some of these traps in here. So I think they did a good idea on the traps. Thing is, is that you know, uh, oh, that's nothing. They go back to the to to the original concept of morality with them. You know, they they, they really are uh Picking people who have done things and saying, hey, you know what? Be a better person or fucking die. And that's cool because even Jigsaw got, he did, he, he Jigsaw started making so many traps later on in the movie that he got confused. He just started <laughs> killing people. Yeah. Like he, that was what he, he baked the chick in an oven and she didn't do shit to anybody. Oh, wow. It was like, man, what, you know, at this point, this not even making any sense anymore. I guess after a while, he just kind of realized, like, you know, I'm really not in this for the morality. I thought, I was just fooling myself with that. Yeah, you know, this, this shit got fun. <laughs> like, it ain't no bad people to sit up here and kill. You know, fuck it, I take what I can take. <laughs> you didn't do nothing, I don't give a shit. Yeah, you know, they got back into, like, the, 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 the traps seem like they actually have a theme. Where later on, it felt exploitive, man. I felt like they were just making traps so that they could just kill people and they didn't really care what the morality was. Mm -hmm. They just had, they had ideas they had to put in place. They had sequels that they had to put out real quick. Let's not forget that Saw was owning Halloween every year. Right. Uh, and so they were putting these movies out quick. That's why you didn't get no A-list actors really in there. Sure. You know, that's why they look kind of cheap after a while. Uh, you, wait, you don't count Donnie Wahlberg as an A-list actor? Uh, you know what? I count him as, oh, you know, fuck no, just, <laughs> I'm a, Damn. Mark, you just put me in a soft trap. <laughs> I'm sitting up here trying to say he's an A-list actor. Are you going to lose your hands? <laughs> Fuck. I don't know. Shit. <laughs> kind of? No, we don't want kind of. <laughs> Make your choice. Live or die. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> nah, man. Uh, but you know, those those traps don't really elevate beyond they might be cool but they don't elevate beyond seen it been there no 
You know, they, they do this all the time. They might be a little more gruesome this time and whatnot, but, I've, you know, it's, there's nothing that really makes them that much different, and they definitely don't feel like they're progressed as as far as the story goes. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I, I felt like that wasn't really the, the goal so much. I could forgive it that. I mean, they are, they are gruesome, and when you look at um, Spiral's motivation, yeah. they're effective. Yeah. I mean... Yeah. For me as a viewer, I was like, all right, this is just torture porn. What, this movie right here? Yeah. I mean, when when they got to the traps. When they got to the traps, yeah. No, I can definitely definitely see that. You know, know, like I said, I didn't know what to think about this. It was like, personally, I was getting tired of the Saw movies. Fans were getting tired of the Saw movies, man. People who look forward to a Saw movie every year, even they were like, okay, this shit ain't really doing nothing that that different. The actors are sucking more and more every every movie. Mm-hmm. So they, now they just, they, they really are just shitting these out mm-hmm. after a certain point. And I didn't feel like that with this. I said, there's a higher quality level here. And I respect that. But then, but then your boy, Sam L.J. enters the picture right here. And for me... It was like he came in and he just, he, it's almost like he floated in and just kind of elevated things just a little higher with him. You pull a gun on your old man? You out of your fucking mind? I could have killed you. What are you talking about? I got the gun. I could have killed you. How'd you get in here? You forget who the landlord is? Yeah, but that doesn't give you the right to just walk in here anytime you want. Renner's got rights. You start paying some rent, you can get some rights. I heard about Boz. You all right? No, Dad, I'm, I'm done. Sorry to hear that. I know how close you were. Jigsaw copycat. That could be difficult. Look, maybe it's because I just love Samuel Jackson so much. Samuel Jackson could have rolled in on a little ass tricycle with a red bow tie, a little black Pee Wee Herman suit, and I think he would still be amazing. You know, <clears throat> I think with this, it I, proves to, it proves that it proves one of that, that one of the things that was missing from Saw and could have helped is that as the movies are being made cheaper, because I'm not really talking about the actors and actresses who were there that bad. You know, they weren't all that bad. They just weren't a lot. They weren't huge name actors. And you could tell that they were being movies that were being put out quick. But one of the things I can say that Samuel Jackson and Chris Rock is doing here is that it is bringing in a quality that seemed like these movies were missing for a while. Because uh, I think that him and Chris Rock are great together because I think he elevates Chris Rock. They have the most natural feeling moments together. Even though, you, I know you laughed at this, even though there's a flashback in here where it's obvious that... Tyler Perry it supplied all the facial, all the hair. Man, <laughs> it is clear that, 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 that Samuel Jackson is wearing a fake mustache and Chris Rock has a goatee glued to his yep, face yep. and him and Samuel Jackson are yelling at each other. It's just like... Two pieces of bad facial hair fighting with each other. Yeah, I was yeah. like, God damn. Yeah, to DH Chris Rock will give him a goatee and a baseball cap. And, and put it backwards. <laughs> put it backwards like a kid. Yeah. <laughs> and what he looked like, he looked like a 50-year-old motherfucker with a glued-on goatee <laughs> and a backwards cap. Yeah. Talking to a motherfucker wearing a fake-ass uh-huh. Steve Harvey mustache. <laughs> right. I was like, get the fuck, are you serious? 
You brought all this fucking A-list quality up in here. You slapped these goddamn Tyler Perry hair off these people. Right? Come on, man. Mm-hmm. You remember that shit? Yes, I do. I was like, <laughs> I was like, are you fucking serious? I know. I was like, we, we, we're doing this. Okay. All right. I guess. I and mean, it's already know. crazy because Chris Rock is going to the movie with this fucking caterpillar sleeping on his chin the whole time. Uh-huh. This goddamn asp on his chin. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mean you see it crawl every so often. <laughs> <laughs> it just smile every now and then. Hey, I mean you about to say something? Go ahead. Oh no, no. Well, well, one of the things that, like, you can feel Samuel Jackson elevate this is because, uh, unlike just about everybody else in in this movie, except for uh, Max Mengele, Samuel Jackson can act, and everybody else, they, they're like like those uh th- those those studio players who are just in stuff. I, most time, I felt like I was watching community theater with community players pretending to be cops. I was like, none of y'all feel like real cops. And Chris Rock, God bless him, he's trying, he's trying too hard. Throughout this movie, yes. he's got, he's either doing, his act, his, he got two acting styles. It's either he's doing his stand-up or he's yelling. Yep. And, and most of the time, he's, he's doing all his acting with his eyes and moving his mouth around like this, and there's a there's a point where he confronts one of the older cops that used to be on the force, and that guy's talking to him, and it's nothing but every time they cut to Chris Rock, I, w- I don't know if you have it, but the guy's talking and just back and forth reaction shots every time he's changing his expression. I was like, it's like he's losing his mind here. There's and- a there's there's a moment Chris Rock is trying so hard. And they left the camera on him a little too long because mm-hmm. there's, there's a moment that he's trying so hard, his eye starts twitching. Yes, it's almost like he's about to plop to, to pop a blood vessel because he's trying because he, he's looking, he's trying to look so serious. And it's like, brother, you to look serious means don't try. That that's what he hasn't been taught because Samuel Jackson comes in <clears throat> and it's like, okay, like like. I, I, I was thinking, okay, Max, Max, Max Mengele has been doing it up to this point, but Samuel Jackson really comes in and, and it's like, this guy's an actor. He knows how to deliver a line where he's relaxed and it feels natural. Even with the terrible dialogue they have in here, because they have him say motherfucker in every scene, it's like, it's like it just can't be resisted. And he might have put it in there, but there's nobody going like, maybe not so much. But still... He, he knows how to deliver words as if they he actually came up with them as opposed to something he's trying to remember or trying to be intense with everything like you can be intense by not being intense and people it don't it doesn't it doesn't help that they give these people really bad tough guy uh, tough cop dialogue in the beginning don't I don't ever want to hear these fucking words again in a movie I don't want to hear this again fuck you fuck me no Fuck you. I heard that that line of dialogue in so many movies and it's painful every time. No one ever says that no. shit in real life. No one has ever said, fuck you. Fuck me? No, fuck no. When somebody says fuck you, no, like, bitch, fuck you too. Nobody says I know. No. Nobody fuck, go back and forth me. playing. Fuck yeah. you. Oh, well, damn, I guess that settles it then. Yeah, don't nobody <laughs> fucking play tennis with fuck yous. Fuck you. No, fuck you. Fuck me? No, fuck you. No, fuck you too. If, if you looked at this script, 20% of it, maybe even 25, is the word fuck. Oh, because in, 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 in that opening scene with that cop chasing that guy, everything is fuck, fuck this, fuck, come back, you motherfucker. Oh, fuck, fuck, fuck. I was like, yeah. you, 
right, the movie just started. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> write, write something. No, that's you can even listen to the to the beginning of a of the movie. Yeah, they start out the dialogue. Yeah, again, I know I say fuck all the time. I know that, I, and and I say the n word all the time. I know that, but when you're using that as a crutch to sound tough, mm-hmm. that just doesn't that doesn't work. Especially when you're wearing a pink ass coat and shit. <laughs> Goddamn slacks. <laughs> Skinny slacks and I know. shit. You, you trying to talk tough, you got damn goddamn a, a salmon belly coat and <laughs> some goddamn <laughs> and some dockers on and shit. Hey motherfucker! Just started. <laughs> yeah. I'm, not, I'm not here to dislike things, but hey, come on, don't don't open like this. Yeah, you know. Hey, listen, I I'm gonna tell you, man. For me, now them again. You know, of course, we speak for ourselves here, but for for, for me, how does this movie play out? Uh, well, here's the good thing. This is the in my opinion, this is the best Saw movie that they've had in years. Bad thing, it's still a Saw movie. You know, it still suffers from taking an already crazy premise mm-hmm. that's out there and squeezing and shitting out as many sequels as you can. Now, this does seem a little more sincere than those other movies that they've done. But there's one thing that these movies have done that they just can't seem to get over. At least I can't get over it's just not a concept that's working for me. When it was just the, the jigsaw, the first jigsaw, Tobin Bell, and, uh, and, and and little man on that tricycle, you know, the movie, the movie was already out there. It was already kind of nuts, but it's a horror film. And plus, with jigsaw, him doing what he's doing, you can look at this and say, all right, you know what? I, I don't need to ask questions. This is just. Jigsaw is like a genius supervillain. You know, he's probably got a lot of money and way too much time on his hands, so he can sit around and make all these goddamn traps and buy all this real estate and these abandoned buildings and build this shit. You know, sure, I'm not gonna say anything, but ever since Jigsaw died, and when they promised like the final chapter, which they there's never no fucking final chapter no. in Hollywood. No, it, as long it, as they make it, you know, when the as final as long chapter as is somebody when, goes to see it. Yeah. When I'll tell you when there's no final chapter, when they, ain't, when, when they ain't making no money, that's when they close the book on that mm-hmm. shit. And years later, they're going to reboot it anyway. Yeah, that's true. This, they, 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 fucking Hollywood is Jason Voorhees. That motherfucker's always coming back if there's if some money to be made. But when he died, you know, it, it, he, they start doing this whole concept. Of because when he died, listen, it was already getting stupid when he was alive. But when he died, they started doing this concept of copycats. So every movie, because they had to keep it going. So every movie, they had a new dude that was a copycat. I think they maybe they had maybe two movies where they were passing a torch to somebody. Mm-hmm. 
passing traps on and schematics and shit. But you know, uh, there was always a copycat coming. Goddamn Jigsaw got more imitators than Elvis or than Michael Jackson combined. But it was always some dude, and it was the reason why the concept is crazy. Because now, have you seen all these Saw movies? No. Okay, so what happens is every movie is some dude that finds some abandoned property where the electricity is still working. Mm-hmm. It's still a plug in the wall to put the shit into. Or, or he can find a public yeah, space. Maybe if he hooks up generators. Generators and them generators ain't gonna last as long as he needs to work all these goddamn traps. I mean, it's mm-hmm. a. I mean, we're talking about an amusement park yeah. of death. And he buys, you know, he does all these traps and he build, builds all these giant ass elaborate mouse traps and then kidnaps people, brings them in with some skills that some engineering skills he pulled out his ass. And by the way, does all this shit in his spare time, because keep in mind, they still have other jobs that they show them doing. Yeah. yeah. So and they, and they do all this by themselves. So this concept of ever since Jigsaw dying and they had these copycats, I it's just a hard thing for me to get over because the, the the copycat concept shows that they are really just stretching this out longer than the than than the ideas and the and the concepts that they that they had before. Sure. So you know, uh, uh, looking at this one, where this one is bringing in Chris Rock, who feels somewhat inspired. This one where they, you know, they're, they're trying to make a statement about police brutality where they are getting political or they are socially conscious. You know, doing that, it does bring this a little bit higher. However, no matter how political or socially conscious you are, if you're still doing that old concept that's not working, which is bringing in copycats, co- copycats and repeating that over and over and over again, the staleness and the silliness of all that is going to overshadow whatever good intentions that you have. You understand what I'm yes, saying? Yes, yes, I do. I do. Because uh, I, I think, on one hand, I wanted to commend it for, hey, it has a point. It's a political point. It's making a statement about something. I mean, it's not something a lot of horror movies do. And if they want to reboot the franchise or give it some some gravitas, okay, this is a way to go. And make it more of an, an actual crime thriller. That's a, that's a, that's a nice pivot and, and and something that that gives everything more weight. Uh, unfortunately, they made it a super generic crime thriller. Yeah, just that's just so real with cre- cliches and so many of them that I didn't even mention. Uh, the the acting and the dialogue is subpar. Uh, the the traps are cool, I guess you know for that kind of thing. I mean. To, to be so gory, they, they make their point. But there's so many things in it along the way where I, I didn't call them out just now, but like during it, I was like, wait a minute. Well, and then this, and then this. I will say, did not guess the identity of the, 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 the killer. <clears throat> yeah. And when they start to reveal their plan, a lot of those things I thought of as holes were plugged up. I was like, oh, well, okay. But the more they talked about what they did, the more I was like, well, this brings open, busts open a whole bunch of new questions on, well, then how did this, and what are you, what are you doing, and there's no way this could have happened. So, I don't know, it, it, it falls back on that. It just, ultimately, it felt like, hey, nice try, or at least nice, uh, you know, ambition of trying, but not really. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I, I listen, I don't know how... I don't know how fans will react to this. 
you know, uh, I don't think that they'll worry about the social aspect of this because that's one of the things that people are saying. Oh shit, it's all gone woke too. Shit, you know, everybody trying to, everybody trying to trying to trying to get up here and have a, an opinion about social issues. Now, can we just get back into entertainment? Thing is, Saw has. This is not the first time that Saw has been socially conscious. Uh, I think it was four. Four is where they came in. They kidnapped a bunch of insurance people, okay. and, and you know, and were making a point about healthcare at that time. Since it breaks down to monthly payments multiplied by lifespan minus the probability of illness. And if the sum is positive, we consider coverage. Who devised that formula? Me. So in a sense, you choose who lives or dies. No. I, uh, no, I'd say I decide which people have the potential to live long, healthy lives. But you're not taking into consideration the most important human element of all. Which is what? The will to live. So that was, people tell me, I saw six right there. So, you know, that was one where they made a statement about things that were going on, another social problem. So it's not the first time. I think that one of the things that might get fans out there who love the Saw series and you love it for the traps, you love it because you just want to see how many different ways they create, they can creatively tear somebody apart, is... This is more of a police procedural. You know, this is something where they're not doing as many traps. There's actually long gaps in between those moments where they actually put somebody in something and start tearing out limbs and whatnot. So if uh, yeah, somebody said, you never reviewed Six. Yeah, I did. I saw it in a theater at midnight. I went and saw that with the insurance people. Mm -hmm. I actually remember that one. Yeah, that we reviewed that one on Spill. Now y'all might not remember that one, but yeah, I was that was when we had to go to at night. I don't think I went I was, either. I was with Tony or by myself, but yeah, no, I remember that one. It was all right, you know. I thought that one. I thought that was it was pretty cool. They had something to say, but you know, this one has long gaps between those moments. Sure does. So if you go if you come in here looking for like a complete gore fest horror movie, it's more of a police thriller. You know, think more like Seven. Except with mo or, or not even seven, think more like four. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. So, but yeah, you know, this is a. I, I think that it's just even fans who are getting tired of seeing the same old thing. This could possibly be that same old thing that people are talking about. Uh, but you know, I'll I'll get my wrap up for this in, in a little bit. I want to hear what your rating is and your wrap up on this is. Oh, um, well, I mean, I I feel like I, I gave my wrap up already. It's it, but as you as you point out, there's long gaps between traps, and while the traps, if you like the traps, those are the highlights. Everything in between is not very good. I mean, yeah, it gets a little bit better when Samuel Jackson comes in, but but then he only just shows how much worse everybody else was, and it is there's there's not a lot to recommend. Although, like I said, I did like the ending, not the very ending because it's just setting up for more, but but the climax, I did find myself liking that better than the rest of it because normally at that point you figure like, well, this is only going to be about this speed, and I was like, oh, okay, and. A lot of times with something like this, there's that feeling of they made this up on the fly. But I was like, it's possible you had this plan the whole time. So I'll give you some kudos for that. But ultimately, my my rating, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm not one of the fans, so I can't speak for that. But I'd still say it's a rental. Yeah. 
I think when you talk about the fans with this, they have some of the people that they brought back, and they kind of know what they're doing. So you can feel that, you know, because they, they, they're, they're smart. They're bringing back people who are familiar with this and know what the fans really responded to, along with Chris Rock, who has this inspired new concept for it. You know, they brought back the director here, uh, Darren Lynn Bowsman, who did th two, three, and four, I believe. And then, correct me if I'm wrong, people. I think the writers, because they brought back, ah, I didn't put the writers up here. Um, they have the writers here, and the writers, uh, uh, I think that they, uh, I think they just wrote Jigsaw, but they brought back some people in here who, who are very familiar with this, so they know what they're doing. But as far as the movie goes, Saw is in his own trap right now, where they, you know, they, and they can't figure out how to get out of it, man. Now that they, you know, they can't figure out how to get out of these uh, sillier aspects of the story, like the copycats, and it will remain in that trap, you know, until they figure out some kind of way of advancing it beyond that. But with new talent and, you know, uh, and actually having something to say, I, I did had enjoyable moments in there, man. I definitely wouldn't rush out to see this at the theater. But if I was watching this at home, I would, I, which I did, and I, I enjoyed parts of it. I will tell you this: I think that the movie gets better as it goes along, because there were moments where, there was a moment where I didn't recognize Chris Rock's acting anymore. I think that as things get more intense, as as things move faster, as the pace picks up. As you get better actors coming in and bringing all the better, the, the, the you know, uh, raising everybody else's acting ability up, I think that things got better as it went along. So while it started out really rough, started out very rocky, started out painful in some parts, mm -hmm. uh, you know, I'd rather a movie just start that way and get slightly better as it goes along yeah. instead of the opposite way. Sure. Yeah, and, that, and like I said, Chris Rock, I agree with you, man. That fool was struggling with that acting. Yeah, mm -hmm. he's just acting so hard. <laughs> but later on in the movie, I didn't recognize his acting anymore. I thought that as things got more intense, so did he, man. You know, and I don't know. It, a, lot of, a lot of it was like bringing, he wasn't doing the same kind of dialogue. He didn't have the same amount of dialogue. And the dialogue that he had, he could do it without saying fuck. He could actually show emotion behind it. I felt his intensity. So everything kind of picked up for me. As I said, you know, the, the reveal in this is still kind of crazy to me, but I enjoyed it enough to give it a high rental. I, I feel like he was just intense the whole time, but then later as the movie went on, toward the end, it got intense, so it kind of raised up to match him. Yeah. Shit, even that caterpillar was like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Trying to sleep. <laughs> shit. And stop curling your lip. Yeah. <laughs> with everything. Yeah, I think Chris Rock is getting better as an actor. I think, you know, he got into it later, so he still needs to, he needs experience, you know. He hasn't been doing a lot of dramatic roles. He needs somebody like Steven Soderbergh to work with him. Yeah, That yeah. guy knows how to make, turn non-actors into actors. Yeah, yeah. Uh, shit, just go back to telling jokes, you know. There's <laughs> <laughs> always yeah, that. Yeah, But no, I, I'm behind him. I'm behind him, man. I want to see this guy. I want to see him succeed, man. I want to see him actually, you know, if, uh, great to see him try to expand his abilities. So if he can actually get beyond that, then great. Hello, Detective Banks. Do you know where your officers are? <laughs>